Hi friends, in today's episode we are doing a book review on the books we have read so far this year. We give you our opinion on the books we've read so you can see if you'd like to add it to your reading list or not. So let's talk about books! friends, it's Glenda and Natalie, and today we review books that we read, and hopefully you can find out if these books are for you and if you should add this to your list. So I don't know if we've mentioned before, but Natalie and I have um, loved to challenge ourselves every year with how many books we can read, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I have like 20 books yeah. uh, on my list this year, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, yeah. I have 12. I just thought, you know, let's keep it simple with one book a month, but I actually think I'm ahead. So <laughs> that's good. Let's see how much I actually read. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and so we, I have three books for you guys to review this, this, in this episode. Mm -hmm. I also have three. Awesome. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically just review what books we have read and then we'll hopefully give you some insight of if this is something you should read or not. So we're just going to jump right in. So Natalie, do you want to start with your books? Yeah. So I have three books. Um, Freelance Business and Stuff by Amy and Jennifer Hood. Fight to Flourish by Jenny Lesko and The Latte Factor. Why You Don't Have to Be Rich to Live Rich by David Bach and John David Mann. And so I'll start off with the first one, um, Freelance Business and Stuff by Amy and Jennifer Hood. This book is um, really focused on those who are wanting to become freelancers, and it's really such a great book for people who are wanting to kind of start their own business. Um, Amy and Jennifer Hood, who are the authors, they're actually twins, which is kind of so cool. So cool. <laughs> um, they break down steps and things that you need to know um, if you're even ready to go freelance, start your own business, and they start with like a plan. If you're full-time, it's great because then they can help you kind of consider, are you are you ready to freelance? Do you have the budget? Do you have the plan? And so from there, what I really loved about this book is that they give you action steps for you to take at the end of every chapter with a checklist for you to actually check off. It has helped me and it, I'm kind of still going through it, but it makes sure that those things... Um, that are necessary are in place before you can kind of make that decision or jump into it which I mean there's no right or wrong way of I guess starting your business but there are some things you do need to know um, in order to or or just freelance um, some things you need to know that are going to be helpful maybe to keep you from any trouble or anything mm. that might come come along and so um, they can um, it can be a little bit of a process and um, I'm still going through it. I am still don't have like everything checked off. Um, it's honestly a really good reference book for all creatives, anybody with a business or, or um, wanting to do freelance. Um, and they go over things like making a budget, uh, your business plan, pricing proposals, contracts, how to some examples for emails or how to even have organized files. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's it. They're both graphic designers, um, so for me, it 
I can relate to some of the things you're talking about, but this can be really beneficial just to start a business. And I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a highly needed book, but also something that's really cool is that they have these little sections for each chapter with a designer, kind of like a print, and you can actually take it, tear it off and like put it on your wall. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, which I really enjoy. So that's the first book. Second book is Fight to Flourish by Jenny Lesko. And this book um, is really good. Uh, I've mentioned that it's it was like a list, a book on my list of, of all the, the books I want to read. And uh, so this book goes behind the story of Jenny's side of the journey of healing after the death of her daughter, Lenya. Which this is like kind it, of... It, it's kind of like related to Levi Lesko's book, mm-hmm. right? The, Through the Eyes of a Lion. Yeah, so. Um, yes, um, and she was really young, like five, I think. She's around five. Okay. Yeah, um, I know she's she, she was really young. Um, and what's so, like, interesting is that, like, she's just very honest. She's very raw with the emotions she's felt, how she responded, and how she's still responding. She talks about her her um her relationship with her husband was like during this time and kind of how it is now, and the things um they had to go through to really work together during this really difficult season of grief um, and she opens up about her dialogue with God and really leaning into Him, picking her back up from the grief and pain she's continuously needing healing from. Uh, in this book, Jenny's so honest and truthful about how she felt. She kept what I really loved about it is that she it was such an encouragement. Like as I read the book, she kept encouraging women through their hardships uh, with just such um kind and gentle words, but yet also words that you need you need to hear to really um find hope. And I think she really did that. She kept putting a lot of scripture, centering it around God's word um to remind us but also remind herself um the truth um when we're really in the thick of it you know thick of struggles or pains or hardship um and so i enjoyed the book because of her her story what what how she went through what it meant to her and um from this how she can encourage other women so i feel greatly that's really good and genuinely encouraged and uplifted by her every time i picked it up so i couldn't stop (laughs) that's so good yeah i remember you reading that and saying that you you were hooked on it (laughs) yeah um and i also like that she talks about kind of how the family dynamic kind of that's helpful yeah and how the children responded to it and um also um other children she had after Right, Lenny's yes, death. yeah. Um, which is really good, and, and she, something she really mentioned was, like, the support of other people around her mm-hmm. was important. Um, but really speaking that truth, like, going back to the word, even if she didn't feel like it, or she didn't want to. Right. Um, and the people who gave her grace during that really hard time. That's so good. Good for anyone who's dealing mm-hmm. with this themselves, <clears throat> or with um the loss of anyone, especially, yeah. like, with... with um, this pandemic and how many people have lost Pete. Yeah. Um, family members or yeah. You know, in in any situation, this is a great yeah. Great and book. I'm sure it will be truly an encouragement. Yeah. Um, the next book is The Latte Factor: Why You Don't Have to Be Rich to Live Rich by David Bach and John David Mann, which I've also read. Also, um, I think it was last year I read it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really good. I actually like this book is interesting because. It has to do with the topic about finance and financial freedom. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not typically somebody who like reads books about like <laughs> yeah. finances. Like I I do read up into it, um, but some of them are just a little too too heavily like number based. But um, I do also like to keep up with it. But this book put it in a different perspective. It kind of like tells it through um, a story or parable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really um, talks about that it doesn't take much, like really big, massive events, like winning the lottery or finding um, a, that you have a rich great aunt or even finding treasure in your backyard, which are examples they talk about in the book. <laughs> um, they, they say that um, it's really... Um, about the steps you take and what you're doing currently. So the story is based off of um, a character. Her name is Zoe. She's a young professional. Um, and she goes into a coffee store where she ends up talking to this man named Henry. And at the time, she actually thinks he's the barista. Um, but he's like 60s, 70s. Um, <laughs> so th- obviously to me, when I was young, I was like, that doesn't match up you know but he's really the owner and helps you go through these three secrets is what he calls them um on how to be financially more stable and have freedom and so the points that he talks are are very simple ones um and some that you probably wouldn't you think it's so simple like that can't work but it's so simple (laughs) like it really does work um and so he talks about um these three points he makes it a good point that sometimes the simple expenses that you might make in your everyday routine could be the thing keeping you from actually having a richer life. And so in the book, he points out Zoe's latte that she buys every morning. Okay, so she's buying a latte every morning and that itself could be money that she saves. In that's, the, a, that's a lot of money. That is. And... The way he shares it, so the, in the cafe, there's these paint, these uh, photographs on the wall, and there's one that she really likes, but it's like twelve hundred dollars, and she thinks, oh, that's another thing I can't afford. She kind of, she has this mindset, which is um, something important to note that she doesn't have enough money, she can't afford it, it's just out of her price range. But uh, Henry points out if she would save what she paid for for that latte every day within like a couple of months like maybe like six um she would have the money to to pay that off like she'd have the money to actually pay for that that photograph and so it's really about the things that you are in your routine but you they're like added expenses you know um and they can really compound over time and that's that's one of the one of the secrets is um, if you save your money into like, you know, an account that gets some type of interest over a period of time, you can have a, quite a bit of uh, money saved up in there. And oh, so yeah. I really love this because so many times you really think I, I don't have the money to save, but it's just uh, a bit of a discipline as well. And he talks about these secrets he mentions are, that are so people, people overlook them, you know what I mean? And so those tips um, really are about improving financial resources and freedom. Um, but he talks about it's the hardest thing is to take that first step, you know. Right. Um, and uh, towards the end, the last secret had to do with 
what matters to you? You know, is it freedom, adventure, exploration, peace? And are the the decisions that you're making financially, um, with what you're paying for, is that leading towards the kind of life you want? Um, so if you want freedom, if you want to be able to explore and travel, what, what can you do? What are those simple steps in saving? You know, maybe it's that coffee. Maybe it's that you're buying lunch every day when you can make lunch at home. That's true. Or, yeah. um, you know, can you walk to work? Or can you, you know, take some a form of transportation? Maybe it's riding on a bike. You know what I mean? Um, all these things that kind of save up and really make a difference over these areas of your life that you would like to have more freedom in. For sure. I actually, you know, I read this book as well and mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was really good. What do you what did you think, Natalie? In the end, did you love it as much? I did. Um I was actually kind of surprised how much I really liked it because it was the journey of this young woman and and it goes through kind of her thought process behind all of it. Mm -hmm. Um like, you know, she's living on her own. She's actually in New York. It's set in New York. So think about like the yeah, the living expenses, right, right, right. So you know, but there's also a lot of ways that she can simply save. And so that made me think about my life, like, huh, what am I doing that? And it, well, he goes to exercise with her to go, okay, how does your routine look from the morning to the evening? You know what I mean? Are you buying your dinner out? You know what I mean? Can you make dinner? And um, it made me think, okay, I need to look through my routine and really think, okay, what, what am I, where am I ex like spending when I could be saving? It doesn't mean like you have to like limit yourself like yeah. no ever, but <laughs> you just want to be uh, mindful. Yeah, yeah. So it just helped me be more mindful. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the books you've read? All right, so I'm excited about my book list here. Um, okay, so the first one I want to talk about is The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Mm, this is what I want to read. <laughs> yes, this this is a book I think that should be on everyone's list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Um, it is, this book is a, a great book on how to basically take control of your finances. So kind of another finance book, but in this case it's not set in a like like a little story. There's no characters. It's just like straight up about financial um you know financial freedom so but this is um this is a great book it it's gonna help you take control of your finances um the author dave ramsey he takes you through a step second lead to financial freedom i think this is a great book especially if you're trying to change your financial future mm -hmm. and i know that like you know me where I'm at, where where we're at, I'm obviously thinking about financial future. But anyone, like even if you're like still young, this is still a great book, um, because you know you always want to better your outcomes in the future. So this yeah, is a even great if, book. Even it doesn't really matter. I think what where you're at. Yes, you know. Yeah, what wherever stage of life you are this mm -hmm. is a great book about financial freedom mm -hmm. um i think this is a great book especially if you're trying to change um your financial future now this book is only beneficial warning warning <laughs> now this book is only beneficial if you do what it says and that means you're going to be doing things that are very hard so um i did want to let you guys know i listened to the audiobook 
Oh, yes. And uh, I, just quickly to add in, yeah. the Latte Factor, I also listen to audio. Yes. I found it interesting to listen to um, uh, because the audiobook is, um, if you've never heard Dave Ramsey before, he's a pretty interesting guy. <laughs> he, um, he's, he, it can come off very loud. Um, if you, if many people have not heard of him, he can also be very intense. Um, and that's okay if you're kind of like into that, like someone kind of, you know, motivate you in that way. Um, personally, I think that I would have um, enjoyed it as like like the book form because I'm someone who likes to highlight and take notes. Yes. And this is definitely a book that you want to like take notes with, write it down, or like if you have the physical copy, just like highlight in it, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the best um, option. I-, I like this book because in the seven steps, he you know, besides teaching you the seven steps, he is also telling you like life stories of himself and other people who have benefited from this. And so it, it not only is like something that's kind of like a self-help book, like, you know, help you with your finances. It kind of helps you realize why his method or his um, his steps actually work. And he he gives you stories of real life people from different part different stages of life as well so like we were saying this book is for anyone any stage of life it he truly shows that in his um stories that he's illustrating and i like that um this book is is gonna be i I hope for a lot of people will be like a reference book Mm -hmm. you go back to it and you you kind of stick to it um this is so the audio um book that i read is very also entertaining (laughs) and just because of the way he sounds, he's a very funny man. Um, but I recommend this book for anyone who just wants to like take control of their finances and wants to like just better their their future, just just feel financial freedom essentially. And Dave Ramsey, if um a lot of you uh have not heard of him, he has a lot of amazing uh resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, different um like materials you know programs that he has to actually help with people Mm -hmm. and this kind of format just kind of help you guide you through so if you guys are interested i'll also leave those links as Mm -hmm. well but highly recommend this book as like that starter off and it basically gets you through it really so i highly recommend it book number two for me okay so it's called story worthy Engage, teach, persuade, and change your life through the power of storytelling by Matthew Dix. I'm so excited to try to read that. <laughs> it it's so this book is, as the title says, about storytelling. But let me explain. It is more than just telling a story like you would a child. It essentially teaches you how to just tell stories in a captivating way that can be used in all settings. You can use it to tell a story at a dinner with friends, help you make a good compelling speech, can help you make a business pitch. Really, the possibilities of what this book teaches is endless. Um, he even gave some some examples like some preachers would come and do learn from him to, you know, better engage their um their audience you know to receive the word to to get it in a different way the whole point of the book is that this is a skill that can be applied anywhere 
Matthew is a 36-time Moth Story Slam champion. This is a competition where people tell life stories, and, and the most, um, usually the most emotional, captivating one wins. So in the book, he shares his stories in which literally always catch my attention. It's so unexpected the way that it grabs your attention, um, and I absolutely love it. He also gives tips and techniques on how to become a better storyteller. Um, if you're someone who's wanting to improve on uh, how you can reach an audience, clients, or just friends through the power of words and stories, then I definitely recommend this book to you. I do have to warn, there are some interesting stories in there, just warning, um, <laughs> very uh, strange, <laughs> but overall they are trying to, you know, essentially get a main point. theme, a yeah. main point out there. And truly, just speaking, I love this book. I He, he goes through some techniques and I um, still go through them. There's one thing I'll mention is called Homework for Life. And... It is just something you do every day um, that is basically to help you, help you find stories, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's so good. I, it's also like a good way to like kind of if you're kind of writing a story that or kind of taking notes of what happened that day, it also is a great yeah. way to like find some gratitude or just you're practicing, you know what I mean? You're practicing how did today go? For sure, for sure. And, you know, like, personally, I just... Ever since I was little, I liked writing stories. This is very true. This is a, a, a interesting fact about myself. Physical stories. <laughs> I did literally do, like, I would get paper and, like, write stories and, like, add little drawings to it and stuff. And she'd bind it, like, with... I'd bind it, like, an actual book. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, ever since I was little, I, I liked writing stories. And as I grew um, older, I kind of veered away from that mm -hmm. i mean of course we're still i'm still using writing skills obviously yes. like as a scientist like i write in yeah as a in papers and stuff anything, like yeah. that but i also love this way because um it adds a whole new level of this skill that you know we all have the ability to like tell us her but can you tell it well which is like the whole point and so i really recommend this book if you're really wanting to like just improve the way you captivate people through your words and my last book um which is the one i've uh, most recently read it is called simply jesus by nt wright mm. nt wright is an english christian theologian so this book is, as you guess, from the title, about Jesus. Yes. <laughs> but it's unlike any book about Jesus I've ever read. This is a great book for anyone who does not know about Jesus or may not believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I say that is because N.T. Wright starts from the very beginning. He put skepticism to the test on who Jesus was what Jesus did, and why it still matters. Mm -hmm. As someone who grew up in a Christian home, I thought I had an idea of who Jesus was, yeah. but this put my ideas and my thoughts to the test and expanded my very narrow way of thinking. Mm -hmm. In this book, he goes through evidence of who Jesus was and why he is who he says he is. Yeah. And I love this book because it literally starts from the very beginning from historical standpoint who was jesus yeah do we have mm -hmm. documentation of him 
you know, what the people he, around him and the people what was culture like during that day. Exactly. It really puts everything into context and you come out realizing that what you thought you knew is was very tiny like it actually was not the whole picture um so if this sounds like a book you'd enjoy like especially if um like you you've been a christian or even if you're not a christian and you want to like know who is this jesus guy (laughs) this is an amazing book i I highly recommend it and i'm actually excited to read you know yeah to try it out just like see like sometimes like in uh, bible studies say like kind of go what was the time period like Mm, search yeah who was there like what did this mean and sometimes like we read it but we don't always like do that research exactly which is actually so necessary to know what that meant exactly yeah so this book does just that um all right guys those were our books but we also want to give you a little bit more than just telling you about the book we're gonna get one quote from any of these books and we're gonna share it with you so natalie you want to start with us Mm mm-hmm so I'm going to take from the Latte Factor, and this is the quote. Your health doesn't just happen. It's not something that takes care of itself as you go through life. You can't leave your health in someone else's hands, and the same goes for your wealth. They're both completely in your hands. Um, and that's that's a character in the book. Um, I really, really like this just because this is saying like you are in control of these things and these things don't just happen you just you don't just one day i hope i'll have financial freedom or i hope i am healthy but it's something that has to have action plan and intentionality with it you know what i mean it's kind of truthful it it's kind of hard to hear some of that but it's also very needed you know and and just this quote is, is letting you remember that um it's a choice um you don't you are in charge. So many people think, oh, you know, there's so many other factors that are affecting their finances or their health or whatever. They don't have time. They don't know how to budget. They, um, you know, whatever it may be. But it's actually quite quite simple. And it's just a decision you have to make and a choice. But but you can make it. And it's, um, it's always good to have people around you to help you in that process. But yeah, that's why kind of why I liked um nice in that quote so what about you okay so um my quote is from story worthy uh it goes like this in fact the simplest stories about the smallest moments in our lives are often the most compelling the reason i chose this quote is because it's a reminder that our lives are story worthy I think so many times we think our lives are mundane Mm. without purpose just another day just another Uh, work day or you know this quote says otherwise it says that every day is story worthy it is purposeful if you take a moment to see the significance in each story Mm -hmm. that's why i was saying that the homework for life you take a moment at the end of your day and you go through your day which means you have to think about your day Mm -hmm. and you write down the most significant thing that happened that day and what i love about this is that it changes your definition of significance. Mm. You first think, oh, significance has to be something big. Yes. Like, I won a million dollars. But later it can be like, I sat down and had a good meal with my family. Mm-hmm. That was significant. And so I really love the, the, that I simple think, yeah. is compelling. 
you know? Yeah. Something small can, in fact, be big. Yeah, and I think kind of similar to, like, these two books um, are talking about, like, the simplicity of it, mm. you know what I mean? And how those those things that sometimes we overcomplicate are, are just something as simple as, okay, we want to feel content. What about writing gratitude about your mm-hmm. day, you know? Yeah. Um, overwhelmed by your finances, not thinking you can get through it, but cutting out some stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, friends, we hope this episode was useful to you. Hope you learned something new or hope you found out if these were books you need to add to your list. Yes, absolutely. If you found this helpful, share it with a friend. Maybe you have a friend who also loves to read. Yes. Share it with them. And I was going to say, like, if you guys have any book recommendations, please Ooh, yes. message us, DM us on Instagram or let us on Anchor. For sure. Yeah. In fact, don't forget that we have uh, ways for you to connect with us through our Instagram page, Fellowship and Deep Talk Podcasts, as well as the Anchor page. Um, we'll leave all the links down below. Um, and we hope you have an awesome day. Yep. Bye, friends. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and would give the podcast a rate and review. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.